Welcome to the Clinical Research Podcast, bringing you the latest developments in research explained by our world-leading clinicians, academics and scientists, based in Nottingham. Violent crime victims are often caught up in a lifestyle that's going to see them returning to our emergency department over and over again, often with more and more serious injuries. It's not just a healthcare issue, it's also about law and order and social care. But while we're treating their injuries, there's also a chance to break that repeated pattern. Nottingham University Hospital sees a lot of victims of violence, partly because it's in a big city, but also because it hosts the Regional Trauma Centre for the East Midlands. We've been working with Red Thread and the Health Foundation, more details on those in the episode notes, on how we can bring together healthcare, law, order and social care, and we've just published a report on what we've found. There's a link in the show notes to that too. These are Zoom interviews and occasionally you'll hear people getting alerts, so if you do, it's them, not you. The director of the Regional Trauma Centre is trauma surgeon Adam Brooks, and he's also one of the leaders on the Knife Crime Project. Interpersonal violence has always remained a problem in all um, urban trauma centres, and we saw, we've seen a 10 to 15% increase per annum for, for many years. Um, that's certainly not unique to Nottingham. Remember, we don't just serve Nottingham, we serve the East Midlands population, so we saw four, four and a half million people in a lot of urban centres. And part of our remit as major trauma centre is not just to uh, put people back together. It is a, a prevention agenda. It's part of our actual you know, terms of reference, if you like. And colleague Miriam Duffy um, was in con- got in contact with some of the London trauma centres where Red Thread were based. And really, we had a conversation with them and we thought that they, uh, uh, a partnership with them would really be a value for our patients Red Thread is a London-based charity which works with violent crime victims while they're still in hospital. Chief Executive John Poyton. Doctors and nurses know that if they just treat the, the presenting issue, the penetrating trauma here and now, actually that doesn't stop it from happening again. Adam Brooks again. There's an escalation of violence. So if you're you know, a young person, you might start with a relatively minor, being the victim of relatively minor violence, and that will escalate and people were coming back many, many times with escalating violence. Uh, and it's really breaking that chain of violence that Red Thread is so effective at doing. We started in, in uh, King's College Hospital in London in 2006 um, and uh, as, as, a, as a very small intervention just to test out the hypothesis that, that it, this, this should be something that, that works, looking at violence as a safeguarding issue and looking at what else needs to be put in place to support that. Um, and it worked in, in Kings in South East London, and then we scaled it across London. It's about more than summoning an on-call social worker. Those workers are permanently embedded in the hospital. Adam Brooks again. And when there is someone who's you know, within the age bracket they work with, who's been the victim of knife violence, they're, they're in the departments a lot. The, and the youth workers will approach them, will talk to them, will provide them information, and they will then pick up with them after if they had a procedure or been admitted to help work with them and look and try and work through the root causes and see what they can do to to stop them coming back you need this sort of social rehabilitation i suppose or this youth work intervention to ensure that this doesn't happen again and i suppose that's what that's what has created long-standing partnerships their approach chimed with us um their professionalism worked with us and the fact that they were willing to you know co-invest with us 
and put quite a lot of resource into Nottingham and use us as a, you know, their first project outside of London was something that we found very, very attractive. The challenge from the Home Office um, for me was, was it's all well and good for it to work in the capital, but obviously uh, government has an interest in a nationally scalable, um, spreadable uh, intervention. So to pin down exactly how that approach could be spread over more sites, NUH and Redthread brought in the guidance of the Health Foundation, which is an independent health charity. Again, there's a link in the show notes. Phil Miller wrote the ensuing report. There are a number of, uh, of large EDs in London now that have, um, have this service, have, have Redthread providing service. Um, and obviously it had moved into the East Midlands, so Birmingham and Nottingham both took on um, hosting the service and, and, and these were quite successful. Um, so the Health Foundation were interested in how, how the rest of the NHS, how other large EDs could benefit from the service uh, and what, what sort of things would help spread the, the service and what sort of things might be, might be barriers to spread. Adam Brooks again. I think it's really important. They did come to us without, with you know, a lot of anecdote but very little science and you know, worked with them to do both qualitative and quantitative work to show the value of having such a service embedded. We felt that they were doing so much that wasn't necessarily being recorded. Uh, and we felt that that would be useful for further NHS organisations to have a look and see, well, actually, this is what we, this is how our patients could benefit. And this is the extent to which they could benefit. So we thought that was very important. Both case you know, examples where um, people have, have worked with Redford colleagues, we've evaluated both qualitatively and quantitatively the data some of which uh, is you know, pending publication, other report that's just coming out, to show how effective they have been in their work. Um, and also we were interested in things like how the service could demonstrate its, uh, its worth. So some of the, um, using the, the, the evidence and data that they generated to actually support ongoing funding and sustainability, we were very, very interested in that. Um, and I think um, it's not a scientific report in that sense. It's very much for people interested in developing the service, what, what to do, what not to do, um, and how can it be spread more effectively. John Poyton takes it back to Red Thread's fundamental ethos. When a patient comes into the hospital, what I think is brilliant and, in, and powerful is that that patient, whatever has happened to them in the past, they are treated as the patient and as the victim in that moment. And I think that starts to create this really um, important engagement with, with that patient. And Phil Miller again. The NED is a very, very um, busy place. Um, and the, the, the primary responsibility is that kind of initial physical care. Um, and so it can be difficult for NHS ED staff to provide all of the extra things that, that a young person might need in terms of more sort of long-term emotional support, in terms of um, having something just with them during the, during the sort of horrible um, time that they spend in ED. They might have been labelled as, a, as a, an offender, as a gang member. You know, there can be all these sort of pejorative labels. But in that moment, the clinical team, the doctors and the nurses are there to save lives and support that patient. And that's where I think NUH and other hospital partners that we work with, where they have invited us in, I think it, it, it makes sure that we, we together as a team, make the most of that crisis. Quite a lot of innovative practice was developed in Nottingham during the couple of years that we were working with, with the team. Uh, and so, so they developed a system of, of champions amongst the ED staff so that they could publicise the work of the service. 
Um, and uh, there were a number of innovations and particularly things to do with data collection. I think what was really helpful for us to, was to work out what are those local sort of uh, tailoring um, approaches that you need to make sure um, happen um, so that it's, it's again acceptable to the young people and the communities that we are serving. So it's very clear that it was incredibly welcome to have expert youth workers on hand to help deal with some of the problems that the young people had. Um, also their, their kind of knowledge of the, of the local support system, so the kind of services that be available, um, liaising with the police. It's very, very useful for NHS staff to have um, an external agency with the kind of skills and knowledge and, and to some extent a little bit more time to, to provide that extra level, level of support young people often need. Having youth workers embedded into the hospital so that the doctor or nurse that is triaging or treating the patient is immediately able to bring in their trusted colleague, their red thread youth worker, whether that's into the cubicle, whether that's into the recess bay or whether that's up onto the ward, um, or to send, to, to link them up to have a home visit back in the community. That's absolutely crucial. We need to ensure that these are not complex referral pathways. So there needed to be a, a better communication between all of the different agencies because Red Thread spans the, 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 the uh, working within the ED right the way out to community and people going back to, back to um, school or work or, or, or home life. So, so there, were, there was a real complexity there which, which um, they could bring an expertise to. And being able to provide more joined up care also helps the people treating them, says Adam Brooks. We have to do safeguarding um, referrals for various people, but we know around this group of patients we've, we've invested and we're wrapping around care that will reduce the chance of them re-attending with similar or worse violence. And that's really valuable to the staff. None of us want to see young people injured. None of us want to see the same person again and again and again. Uh, and we are about prevention rather than just you know, putting a few sutures in and uh, sending them on their way. But the main issue is the usual one. Well, the key real barrier is always a financial one that you know, there is a cost to, you know, you have to invest in this service. We financed it through the NUH charity, but also the good auspices of the Violence Reduction Unit and the Police and Crime uh, Commissioner has been supportive uh, with their funding as well to, uh, as part of the Violence Reduction Unit to try and do this. So that's going to be a challenge. John Poyton. Having a youth violence intervention programme embedded within a hospital ought to be scaled nationally across every single major trauma centre and local trauma unit across the country. Um, but is that Red Thread's job, I suppose, is, is the question. Is that Red Thread's job to try and do that? I'm really interested in Red Thread helping support and lead the way in ensuring those young people get that intervention. Adam Brooks again. If you believe in... Um, reducing violence if you believe in you know we have the opportunity to to change people's in, you know, uh, outcome of their of their lives by teachable moment it's worth that you know relatively small investment and then obviously people it's time getting you know the right people in the right place and we're all stretched you know ed is across the country massively stretched at the moment and it's you know it's just one more thing to think about but this is a really important one more thing and in fact pays dividends and reduces the burden of injury on the patient, but also that burden of injury on, on a, you know, the national health system.
There are links in the show notes for more information on clinical research in Nottingham, and the website is nottinghambrc.nihr.ac.uk. Our email and social media links are there too. If you want to stay up to date with the Clinical Research Podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever you normally get your podcasts. The more shows are rated and reviewed, the more search engines like them and the easier it is for people to find us. So if you can subscribe and rate and review us, you'll be doing it for science, not just for our egos.